This flash briefing was made possible by a sponsorship from Avexis, a clinical stage gene therapy company. The following content was not developed by Avexis. Today is Wednesday, August the 14th, 2019. I'm Michael Morale, Director of Multi-Channel Content for SMA News Today. Parents of children born with SMA are among the most riveted by news of a gene therapy for this devastating neuromuscular disease. But what options exist? in which might open in a not-so-distant future for all those that are older than two years old who cannot yet use Algensma as approved. This certainly has been a very exciting time for potentially intervening early and altering the disease's course in babies, said John Bransima, MD, a pediatric neurologist at the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. He said this during an interview with SMA News Today. Whether there might be potential to further expand the label to treat other SMA groups, he added, need wait until there's more experience on the research side, either in patients who are older or at different stages. One alternative, however, has been around for a few years now. Spinraza, also known as Nusinersen by Biogen, is a spinal infusion therapy that works as an SMN2 splicing modifier, enabling that gene to create a full-length and functional SMN protein preventing the progressive loss of motor nerve fibers that result in even more extensive muscle weakness and atrophy. It became the first disease-modifying SMA treatment that was approved by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration just days before Christmas in 2016, followed by the European Medicines Agency in June 2017. Regulatory agencies in Australia, Canada, and Japan, among others, also came to support its use. These approvals cover all SMA patients, regardless of disease type, and repeat reports on its clinical use, as well as continuing trial data that support its effectiveness and safety for infants, children, and adults. Zolgensma, developed first by Avexis and now by Novartis, which acquired Avexis in 2018, is the second such therapy and said to be a one-time treatment. Its viral transporter contains a working copy of the SMN1 gene, which is rendered non-functional by mutations in most SMA patients to restore healthy SMN protein levels. It's in testing in a range of SMA patients, from pre-symptomatic newborns to, importantly, type 2 children up to 5 years old. Results from this currently recruiting clinical trial, known as STRONG, and due to conclude in September 2020, are expected to inform REACH, a future trial in patients up to age 18. Looming among SMA treatment possibilities is a liquid medicine called Rizdaplam, advancing in clinical trials for SMA types 1, 2, and 3, and intended to be swallowed or given through a feeding tube once daily. Should a gene therapy's gains eventually show somewhere, say as someone treated in infancy reaches adulthood, then coming back with Rizdaplam later on would definitely be an option of interest, said Arthur Burgess, Ph.D., a researcher at the Ohio State University College of Medicine and professor of biological chemistry and pharmacology. Because, he added, if Rizdaplam wins approval, then you have a drug compound that can be relatively easily administered to adults. Developed by Roche and Genentech in collaboration with PTC Therapeutics and the SMA Foundation, Rizdaplam, like Spinraza, is aimed at increasing the ability of the SMN2 gene to generate a full-length SMN protein in motor neurons, specialized cells that control muscle contractions. Without this boost, SMN2 mostly produces an unstable 
and shorter than usual form of SMN, the protein severely lacking in SMA patients. As such, Rizdaplam, again, like Spinraza, is a splicing modifier, meaning it can change the way pre-messenger RNA molecules, known as mRNA, those generated from DNA before protein production, are spliced or edited to generate full-length messenger RNA in a working SMN protein. The European Medicines Agency granted Rizdaplam Priority Medicines, or PRIME, status in December 2018, assisting its development based on the positive findings of two Phase two and three trials, Firefish, which is an open-label study, and Sunfish, which includes a placebo group. The FDA earlier designated Rizdaplam as an orphan drug, a move that also speeds clinical work. One-year results from Firefish a two-part trial initially in 21 babies enrolled at one to seven months with SMA type 1 showed crucial one-year benefits in 18 children, including no one moving to permanent ventilation and all preserving the ability to swallow. A majority, 85%, were able to eat orally. Three of these 21 infants died of causes that were unrelated to the treatment. A four-point or higher improvement in CHOP and 10 scores a measure of motor abilities was also seen in 86% of the group compared with the study start, also known as the baseline. Among 17 infants given the higher and therapeutic dose, seven were able to sit without support for at least five seconds, 11 were able to sit with or without support, and nine could hold their heads upright with control. One was able to stand. Firefish, which enrolled another 41 infants for its confirmatory part two, is expected to conclude in September 2020. Also targeting muscle function is cytokinetics relative. Results from an exploratory phase two trial showed gains in exercise capacity and respiratory muscle strength in relative treated patients with SMA types two, three, and four, given one of two doses, 150 milligrams and 450 milligrams compared with placebo. Relative which was granted orphan drug designation by the FDA, is a selective fast skeletal muscle tropin inactivator that's intended to slow calcium release from fast skeletal muscle fibers and improve muscle contractions. As such, it's meant to complement existing SMA treatments and is also being studied to possibly treat amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, also known as ALS. Novartis has another potential disease-modifying treatment making its way through testing the oral SMN2 splicing modifier, LM1070, also known as Brandiplam. A phase one and two open-label trial is now assessing the safety, tolerability, pharmacological properties, and efficacy of LM1070 in up to 44 type one infants, newborns to six months old. The trial, which is recruiting in sites across Europe, is expected to conclude in July of 2020. Coming up next, Perspectives from SMA News Today Community Development Manager, Kevin Schaefer. Are you interested in understanding gene therapy? ExploreGeneTherapy.com has helpful information about gene therapy, including its history and how it is being investigated for the treatment of genetic diseases. Visit www.ExploreGeneTherapy.com. Hey everyone, for today's 31 Days of SMA post, Angela Titcom writes about her perspective as a teacher who has SMA. I'll be reading her post here, which you can also check out on the SMA News Today Instagram page 
and on our main website at www.smanewstoday.com. On the first day of school, I sit my students down on the floor around me, crisscross applesauce style, and tell them about what it's like to have SMA. I explain that they'll get to be my assistants all year long and help out in ways that they've never been asked to assist a teacher before. And that's when I launch into the I can't list. I can't turn the lights on in our classroom. I can't open a marker cap. I can't pass out Tuesday folders. With bulging eyes and wild mouths, they listen as I tell them that my I can't list could go on forever. But in our classroom, I quickly coach them back to the positive. We focus on the things that we can do with each other's help. We can turn on the lights and open marker caps and pass out Tuesday folders and learn to multiply and treat each other with kindness. And on and on and on, together. At the end of August, I will recite this speech for my 20th time to eager third graders. It seems as though I've blinked and reached seasoned status on the faculty. And whereas SMA and being an educator has certainly had its challenging moments, like the time the door accidentally closed behind me in the teacher's lounge and I was stuck with unsupervised students waiting in my classroom, the combination of my condition and career has exponentially benefited my life and the lives of my students. It's the little things, like when a second grader grabs onto the handlebar on the back of my chair during carpool and I hear one of my kiddos whisper to them about wheelchair etiquette and how that's not a very nice thing to do. It's the big things, like when a former student sustains a spinal cord injury and we exchange a moment of empathy when I visit him in the rehab hospital as he learns to navigate the world from wheelchair. August is not only the beginning of school, but SMA Awareness Month as well. It's definitely the month when my students are most aware that their teacher has SMA because as the year progresses, my disability normalizes almost to the, to, almost to the forgotten point and we get to work on our I can list together. For more stories like this, be sure to follow our Instagram page and the main SMA News Today website. You can also connect with us directly on our forums. And if you have stories to share of your own, please share there. I'm Kevin Schaefer, Community Development Manager for SMA News Today. The information in our flash briefings and podcasts are provided for informational and educational purposes only. Be sure to tune in daily to SMA News Today for the latest news and perspectives regarding the disease. All of our podcast and flash briefings can be found on our website at www.smanewstoday.com. You can also find our podcast and flash briefings on SoundCloud, Spotify, and iTunes. And be sure to follow us on our Instagram and Facebook page as well. For SMA News Today, I'm Michael Morale, Multi-Channel Content Director.